Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death, UFOs, and other creepy, Cults. weird, random shows. There you go. Yeah. Not uh, just naming things in the room. Oh my god. There's a cult of ghosts. That's Joel. That's me. That's you. We're back. We're back. We missed a week. Yep. We just we're not good at every week. No. My dad was in. Your fucking dad. <laughs> He's that motherfucker. Oh, did you guys do a podcast together? Yep. Oh. No, we didn't. That'd have been interesting. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's what you should have. Last week we should have had your dad on. Yeah. As a very special guest. Oh, very special. And just been like, tell us a story. Yeah. And then just let him talk. Yep. No, wasn't it good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would work. I feel like it would have been entertaining. Okay. Yeah. We come I'll up, bring my dad. He's coming back Thursday, so. I'll bring my dad, you bring your dad. All right. And then we can just kind of like each sit behind him, and then just be like, all right, guys, become friends. <laughs> and then sneak out of the room. And then just, oh, no, we'll stay like right behind him. All right. And then just see what happens. <laughs> I'll put a story up here on him, and just uh-huh. like, we won't say you have to read the story. But just see if one of our dads is eventually just like, like put the story out there about like the Bud Light, the transgender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were out to eat. My dad, like, we were with my aunt and her fiance, boyfriend, person, and he got a Bud Light. And my dad's like, "Graham, you're getting a Bud Light," and he got a Miller Light. Like, I had it pulled up on my phone, like the Miller Light. Yeah, you know, like LBG, like uh-huh. positive average. I had that ready in case that was gonna keep going, but luckily he dropped it. I was like, okay. I was like, I don't want to do this right now, man. Yeah. Let's just. Uh, what it was a, draft, so you didn't have to see the logo What, a, or what a silly, silly thing. I know. That, that I look at this country singer go throw down their Bud Light. That some of our best children rocks got involved with. <laughs> just an absolute stupid, stupid situation all the way around. Bud Light's just laughing. Yeah, well, no, oh. have you seen their commercials? No, like, I, I, I just, I just know the backlash. So, like, do you even, like, do you know, like, what started the backlash? They 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 have a sponsorship or advertisement with some like uh, TikToker or so. Do you know? Do you know what that advertisement was? No, it was on their Dylan Mulvaney. It was on yeah. their Instagram, like I think a story or a reel. I don't even think it was like a. It might have been a video they actually posted on their feed. Yeah, but I think it was like a reel or whatever. And it's like just them. Uh, I don't know Dylan Mulvaney's pro pronouns so i'm going to say them if that's not right yeah but uh it's just them like with some like cans of bud light and then they say something about like enjoy bud light like it's not a commercial it's not anything yeah. it's not anything <laughs> uh but uh, i don't know if it was i think it was sponsored by bud light but like it wasn't a commercial on tv yeah it wasn't a huge campaign ad, ad that Bud Light was doing online. Or it was anything. nothing, <laughs> and that was the whole backlash. So then, in response, then People the so scared and dumb. <laughs> the new marketing director, CEO, whoever she is uh, of Bud Light, said that the reason for the partnership was uh, that they she wants to pull Bud Light's image away from the frat boy style, frat boy kind of lifestyle, and you know expand. <laughs> Which 
It's Bud Light. It's, it's Bud Light. Shitty, what the? <laughs> it's shitty fucking beer. If you want to, you want to pull away from the frat boy uh, image, yeah. get better beer. Yeah, would be the way to you, do that. Bud Light, it can't pull away from. No, it. that's your. People, that's what I used to drink was Bud Light because they can beer. afford it. I feel so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. But then, uh, so then all the backlash happens with Kid Rock. Sh- which have you like? Did you notice that Kid Rock doesn't actually hit there, any of those? Yeah, I think there's someone else shooting off camera, and he's just <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, like the picture surfaced of him like at a some sort of event with like a a, a trans lady there. Of you course, know, yeah, but but now he's just like, oh, fuck you, Bud Light. Yeah, he's just so dumb. Well, so then Bud Light puts out a, like the, the the marketing person, CEO, whatever, said the thing about the frat boys. They uh, they took a, a leave of. Of absence because of all the backlash, like, uh, whatever. Well, so then Bud Light puts out this statement where they're like, we're a beer for everybody. We didn't mean to, <laughs> we didn't mean to start a fight. <laughs> uh, and then they immediately release this commercial that is the most generic, plain, <laughs> just nothingness commercial where it, like, shows... Can't offend anybody. It'll show, like, farmland. <laughs> and it shows, like... Uh, a guy like handing another guy a beer and then being like, yeah. <laughs> and then it shows the Clydesdales and then it's just like, but like Anheuser-Busch is an, you know, an American tradition or whatever. Just the most unoffensive, like, we're so sorry. <laughs> they need to bring back Bud Ice. And I think that would I think that would better. He- I think that would heal the world. Yeah. If Bud Lice was Bud I- Bud Lice, how <laughs> <laughs> Bud Lice? I don't think that would do as well. <laughs> if Bud Ice, yes, beer back. with lice in it's crazy. I yeah, I used to Bud Ice would really make you sick. <laughs> I mean, if you were just like, how can I shit for two to three days? Uh, Bud Ice nonstop. But painfully, but ice, but ice and the jets. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's such a stupid time. Yep. We have. I don't know if since we started this podcast, it hasn't been a stupid. Time. <laughs> yeah, Are we at fault just, for yep. everything happening? Uh, yeah, probably. I could see that because I feel like things that just keep have just kept getting dumber and dumber. <laughs> And worse and worse since we took to the airwaves. But that's what we look for too. So you know, and I think we try to be a. Sponge if the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. It's true. It's true. But yeah, I would like to think of us as like a sponge, where I thought we would soak up a lot of the yeah. dumbness. I'm very, I'm very soft. And yeah, we're both <laughs> soft boys. Uh, but it hasn't happened yet. The dumbness is still out there. Yeah. Just seething and oozing. We're reporting on it. And we're reporting on it. <laughs> uh, speaking of ooze, not really, kind of. But uh, I saw they released a new, they're releasing a new uh, Snake Mountain playset. Oh, yeah? I thought you might be interested. It looks very, uh, like, whatever, you, like, you know, what was the one in the 80s? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So it's, like, way too, they, like, change, like, some of the stuff. Uh. So it's, like, very... It's just very like modern and plasticky, and they just do what they did for Grace Call and just like do a reissue or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like they changed the. Uh, was there a snake? Yep. That, like ran out. Like, yeah, there's a snake. It was a hand puppet. A couple snakes. Yeah. In the first one's one. a microphone. Yeah. Now this one's just like this thin plastic snake thing. Oh yeah, I was. Just, I got the original. <clears throat> you know that. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, but but so, I took some toys down. Had to get my VHS tapes up. 
Yeah. Uh, my VHS collection is... You have, like, three. A <laughs> hundred thousand. You forced a box on of, of your old... <laughs> You're afraid to come over to my house anymore. <laughs> Like, I don't even know where to put. I don't know where I'm gonna put this. It yet. started with like four or five. <laughs> the yeah. yellow ends with like twenty something. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah, it's sitting right behind you. Yeah, I share so, the wealth because <laughs> I, I got that. I mean, that shelf's full. Yeah. Uh, What's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna need to. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Build a new. I'm gonna need to build a shed in the back that I can house these things in. VHS tapes. Uh, so yeah, uh, you had a comedy show last night? Yeah, and <laughs> that's a that? camera! What was that? I don't know! I don't mind if you look at that. <laughs> what a weird face you made to the camera. That's all, that's all I kind of have. They're all weird. Okay. Yeah, I went to Portsmouth, Ohio, and, uh, whew, that's a place. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, two hours away, or like $147 generals, if you, yes. you know, if you, yeah, if you that count probably, that way. that probably... I probably out. used that joke on here before. I'm sorry. I don't think you have. Okay, I used it on stage. <laughs> well, that's cool. It's Carla, Nikki, Carlin Haggerty, Nikki mm-hmm. Ryan. You know, I got to go last. I didn't feel it much like a headliner. Yeah. Thanks. You don't, you don't ever go last. I know. I didn't mean that was weird. <laughs> how do you what, like? Just they, that's Carlin put me on last. Well, you always open. I know it was weird because they're both like super fucking dirty and shit. You know that I get up there and I'm like, <laughs> hi. I'm like, what if words sounded a little bit different? But you kind of knew what I was talking about. Have you thought about it? Huh? Uh, but yeah. people, like, I mean, you know, I got some. But they were like there to see this Nashville chick, Abby something or another. She had a whole giant, like, stand-up of her, like, Abby, something live. And okay. I think she's from Portsmouth, so, like, her family was there. There's like, 80-year-old women in the audience. Like, one of them was laughing at my shit. That made me feel good. But, like, I like I said, I had to follow Nikki yeah. <laughs> Carlin. So, I mean, it's just... Which is, they're both super funny, but I don't know. I felt like I would have been better first. You should have, like, went up and just been, like, referenced their material and then be like... I'm going to say one thing that's going to be level with them, but it's going to be somewhere in my set. You're not going to know where. And then just like somewhere, just insert just a heinous thing yeah. to say. And then be like, wasn't so bad, was it? Now you prefer my my jokes about voodoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even do that when I should have. Yeah, I meant to, but I forgot when I got up there. I was going to be like, what if I'm the dirtiest one of the night? Yeah. Just really went for it. But I wasn't. Right. I was like, I fell off the wagon again. Meh. <laughs> Condom factory. Why did they, they laugh? Plane jerking off. Oh, I did that. And then I, I did the plane. Uh, <laughs> you know my shit. Yeah. Uh, Nikki said she was sitting at the table with Kylie. And she's like, I would say your punchline before you would to every single one. And Kylie just kept laughing. <laughs> Because Nikki's seen my shit. I think I could probably do your... I could, I could do part of your set. I'm I sure if I brought thing. you this set list with, like, the joke titles That'd be fun. and stuff. Yeah. That'd be fun. It'd be fun if you wrote your set out for me and then I wrote you a set. Yeah. Just try to... Yeah, that would and be you fun. have to go do whatever I write you. Uh-huh. Just try yeah. to make a joke about it. No, like, I'll write you the whole... I'll Like, you write me out your yeah. whole... Oh, okay. Like, word for word, your... I hate writing. And then I'll write you out, like, <laughs> a whole bit... Like, a whole set. Uh-huh. And then, like, you'd have... And, Switch them. Can't read it first. No. You just got to go do it. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll get you canceled so fast. <laughs> oh, don't get me canceled. I'm barely hanging on. Uh, I would just like definitely insert a bunch of things where they just <laughs> make you laugh so you're not even able to get it out. All right. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Insert things in me. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of inserting things in, in things, uh, a story just came out the other day about... 
the mysterious deaths of six cattle in Texas. Half a dozen. Half a dozen. It and does. uh, people are starting to already think UFOs. Yeah. But yeah, in uh in Texas there were six cattle found mutilated, uh, which this has been happening like cattle mutilations have been happening for quite a while oh, yeah. now. And there's been like the chupacabra to blame, UFOs. Uh, I'm guessing I'm guessing there's like really horny farmers. Yeah. Like who knows his hyenas. Hyenas. They could be doing it. Uh, but maybe a dingo ate your baby. This was in Madison County, uh, and the county sheriff's office. How are the bridges there? Uh, <laughs> you know, pretty good movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. Pretty good movie. I thought I said I was like, God, I hope that's Madison County that bridges is. or whatever. The bridges of Madison County. Bridges of Madison. It didn't sound right. Yeah. But I was like Madison County bridges. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I think pretty so. Sure, yeah. Cool. Pretty good movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the Madison County Sheriff's Office released a statement last week saying that uh, two remember that movie <laughs> about the bridges. <laughs> Cows are dead. I don't think that's what that movie was about. Looking back, uh, but they released a statement saying that two of the five cows uh, had a circular cut made that removed the anus oh. and the external genitalia of the cattle. Uh, the circular cut was made with the same precision as the cuts noted around the jaw lines of each cow, because they also cut off the jaw of they each cow. They took their jaw? Took their jaw. They took their jaw? Yeah. Oh, my God. Why are you going to do with the cow uh, jaw? That, I mean, I know what you do with the cow anus. Oh, I, got, yeah. I got a pretty good idea what's going on with that. You want to... What happened with it? What do you do with it? Oh, I think somebody's having relations with that. Oh, you think? I think they circular saw removed it. Uh-huh. So they could, you know... Do what? <laughs> the stuff. Stuff? What kind yeah. of stuff? <laughs> like cow butt stuff. You seem stuff. like you know about it. Cow butt stuff. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Bovine butt I, you stuff. Know, I don't want to put myself fully in the shoe of the criminal. Well, that's know. the only way you can really capture the yeah. criminal. You have what, to, what if I can't get out of it? Put yourself in the dick of the criminal. <laughs> oh, no. I think. I I've always said that. I'm not. <laughs> I think that would help law enforcement if they yeah. took that approach. Yeah. we got to put ourselves in his dick. <laughs> what would his dick do? What would his dick do tonight? <laughs> w- My God, he's at 7th Street hooking. W-W-H-D-D. his dick do? Uh, or hers. Well, it would still work with H. <laughs> now, I, do, I would like to just say that this podcast recognizes and feels for the three cows whose anuses oh, were not good. I know. Fuck you. Yeah. Those poor. Why do you have to kill them? Why can't you check it first? They'd be like, no, nope, no. Nope, like kill them all like God sort them out? <laughs> right, right. You know? I don't know if the UFO, I don't know if the aliens <laughs> adopt that same uh, saying. And but they, I feel like if they're, if they're UFOs, they're superior beings, like there's a way they should be able to scan the cow's anuses to see if see it's if good enough for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously, they got bad anuses. You, like, you don't have to kill them, too. Like, their lives are pretty bad yeah. already. Yeah. If they already have, <laughs> have non usable anuses, then what are we doing? Although, maybe, you know, maybe it was for the best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's the point? You're walking around alive with a shitty yeah. anus. Like, what's the... You got an unappealing anus. Yeah. Just give it up. Just get out of here. Oh, man. my God. Uh. <laughs> Then uh, the sheriff's office shared that there were no signs of a struggle, so the cows were just like, whatever, <laughs> Matt, Matt. doing the same shit every day. Uh, and the grass around one of the cows found at the ranch was undisturbed. No footprints or tire tracks were noted in the area. So, uh, sounds like UFOs. Yeah. 
But what are they doing with those cows' <laughs> buttholes? Wiley too. Jawline or the jaw? Yeah. The butt hole. So they have six jaws. They have six jaws, and two butts, two buttholes, <laughs> and two sets of genitalia. Yeah, exterior. We don't know what the you, you know. got WWHDD. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. We gotta get to Texas. We do. We gotta yeah. get to Texas. We gotta get to Cisco. Go fund us. Well, we're, at, we're actually going to Texas in our story today. All right, cool. Uh, but before we get there, uh, one more news story stood out to me. One more this week. <laughs> Uh, just this just happened a few days ago. Are you familiar with the company Hasbro? Yes. They toys. They make a lot of things that we've enjoyed. When you first say it, I think of the little WWE Hasbro. WWE Hasbro. Like you're a little guy. It's uh, you. Yeah, like yeah, me. Um, but you know, I think they're probably they're probably GI Joe. Yeah, GI Joe. Uh, Transformer. Transformers. Uh-huh. You know, they've been around. Has A lot of uh, board games, I think. Sure. So, have you heard of Magic the Gathering? Yeah. Not, I'm not a... I I've never played it. I don't understand it. it. I'm, not, I'm not like a nerd. I'm a dork. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, more, you're, that's you're nerd a, shit. You're a chessman. Yeah. You know, when it comes to your, your gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you like Magic, that's cool. You're a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Stay with me. I like, I like my dork shit, yeah. Oh. I feel, I, like, I feel like if you like Dungeons and Dragons or, or D&D, what's that? Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. yeah. I feel like that. I'm sure it's all cool. I just don't understand any of it. Uh, I ain't got time for that. I got to like watch four things at once. Yeah, you. <laughs> although you might want to go ahead and just add this in there too. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> uh, have you heard of the Pinkertons? Mm, I don't I, yeah, I've heard the name, but it's not. That's Weezer's second album. Is Pink it is Weezer's second album. But that's album. like a place in Japan, I yeah. think. So, well, but this is like the FBI's or something, right? Sort of. Okay. So, a couple days ago, uh, so apparently Hasbro, they own the Magic the Gathering property. Okay, uh, good for them, making money. Yeah, so they have a expansion pack coming out. Uh called March of the Machine, The Aftermath. Oh. Uh, it was supposed to be revealed at the beginning of May, uh, but somehow this YouTuber known as Old School MTG, Magic the Gathering, uh, they posted a video on their YouTube channel that showed off uh, some of the boosters uh, in the cards uh, and showed about 75% of what was going to be in this release. This release was due in... You know, it's coming out sometime beginning of May, so this is April 26th that he shows this. Uh, that's before May. Yeah. So. Hey, I've seen a calendar. Yeah, hey. Don't mansplain hey. stuff to me, hey. I've seen <laughs> calendar. those days listed. Yeah. Uh, so Hasbro sends. Rip it. <laughs> yes, Middle-Aged Mediocre. Uh, mm. Sponsored, <laughs> air quotes, by Rip It Energy Drip Fuel. Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Rip it. Uh, okay. So, so Hasbro <laughs> sent the Pinkertons to go and ra- they raided this YouTuber's home uh, because he had uh, these cards yeah. that he was supposed to have already. I wonder how he got them. Someone from the factory. So, uh, according to Dan Cannon, uh, this was from an article on gizmodo.com by Linda Kodega. 
according to Dan Cannon, a YouTuber known as Old School That's MTG. That's a cool fucking name. Dan Cannon. I think I think Cannon's the cool part, but it's just Dan Cannon. Dan Cannon. It's just Dan Cannon. Yeah. Goddamn Dan Cannon. Oh, the goddamn Dan Cannon. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, so he needs to change his YouTube name. Uh, but uh, so according to him, Magic the Gathering publisher Wizards of the Coast, uh, which is a part of Hasbro, sent the Pinkerton agents to his home in order to retrieve a selection of unreleased cards from the latest Magic the Gathering set. While the Magic expansion, March of the Machine, the Aftermath, was supposed to be revealed at the beginning of May, Cannon somehow acquired a selection of boosters and showed them on his YouTube channel, resulting in the reveal of around 75% of the limited release set. Dang. Within a week, Cannon says... Pinkerton agents knocked on his door and demanded that he turn over all the cards from the unreleased set. Uh, he had released videos on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The agents arrived on Saturday morning. He says, according to the Wizards of the, or Wizards of the Coast, uh, the company sent sent an investigator quote as part of an investigation into the unauthorized distribution. And disclosure of embargoed product. Oh. And only after, quote, several phone calls went unanswered. Uh, the invest- no, no one answers their phone. No. Text. God, no. Hey, you got them cards? Yeah. Hey, you up? Hey, you up? You up? What you doing? <laughs> you got them cards? Uh, the investigator of the company says, quote, visited him and asked that he reach out to us as part of our investigation and returned and return the embargoed product. I love that they keep saying that. And packaging. He agreed to do both. We are replacing all of the unreleased product with the product that he intended to purchase. Uh, so, in an email exchange with, uh, uh, or in an email exchange, Cannon, Dan Cannon, goddamn Dan Cannon, confirmed the statements he made on the video and added additional context stating, uh, context stating that, quote, as soon as my wife answered the door, they aggressively asked me f- ask for me by my full name, announced themselves as the Pinkerton Agency, uh, and said they were there to recover, quote, stolen goods. The embargo! After his wife asked them to wait outside, Cannon says that they forced themselves, at least partially, through the door and prevented her from closing the door all the way. When Cannon eventually get, got to the door, he says he assertively moved everyone aside, which... I think the biggest surprise so far is this guy's got a wife. He is Dan Cannon. Yeah, but he really seems to be in the magic to gather. No, let's not. Okay. <laughs> This cannot come from us. We cannot be the guys <laughs> criticizing. That's true. That's yeah. true. We're not. We're not those guys. <laughs> no, we can't do that. Me. I was kidding. Have people seen our places? <laughs> uh, we apologize <laughs> to Dan Cannon. Uh, the thoughts and views expressed by Joel do not reflect upon middle age of media. That's right, uh, nerds. So <laughs> yeah, he says that he assertively moved. Up. That's the part that like assertively moved everyone. I yeah. came in there. Took care of business. TCB, baby. Yeah, Dan Cannon. Uh, told, the agents, Cannon. told the agents they needed to treat him with some more respect. I got uh, a wife. They did eventually got the back and become more civil after that. He says, at some point, Cannon alleges the treatment by the agents made his wife cry. Aww. Uh, Wizards of the Coast says it strongly refutes this depiction of events, which contradicts both the report from the investigation as well as the conversation between... Uh, the individual and the Wizards of the Coast representative. Uh, so he was, according to Dan Cannon, he uh, he got these cards because someone sold them to him. Like, uh, oh, okay, uh, yeah, I'm, on the black I'm market, eBay, or somewhere, you know. 
It's got to um, be a factory worker. I mean, somehow. So he says that he, he received the cards because of a distribution error. He said he was not aware of any embargo in revealing these cards. Cards and says that the YouTubers frequently open early boxes and are allowed to show off cards early. Uh, he claims he purchased these cards for about four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars. Magic the Gathering cards. Magic the okay. Four thousand dollars. All right. Under the impression, sometimes that, I'll buy a VHS tape for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, and that is. And I'm like, like, oh man, five dollars. Fuck, that's gonna. Man, I can't eat good. tomorrow. <laughs> yep, no, I'm so not gonna be hot and ready now. I'm gonna be able to watch Under Siege. But <laughs> I'm not gonna be eating. Uh, so beating he, that Steven Seagal. So he paid four thousand dollars <laughs> while under the impression that they were from the already released set. Um, so. Hasbro, Wizards of the Coast, or whatever, they're the ones that, like, release these to somebody. Yeah. I'm assuming. So, and then this guy... Dan Cannon's not going to lie. Dan Cannon pays $4,000 for them, and then somehow gets his home rated by the fucking Pinkertons. The Pinkertons. Uh, we'll get into the Pinkertons, because right. I think the next... I think we got a couple episodes coming up yeah. where uh, you're going to be providing... Um, the content yeah. and stuff for him. That's going to give me... Because I'll i definitely be ready for that next Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to text you every day. Oh, man. Uh, and we'll get into the Pinkertons. Like, yeah, they, okay. they uh, kind of started... Uh, like, they're involved with... Um, they have ties back to, like, Billy the Kid, like, those days. I've uh, definitely heard the name movies, probably. They were in Young Guns. Okay. Um, I have Young Guns 1 and 2 on VHS. <laughs> See, so you didn't eat for a week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They one of their biggest things they did, which was actually a decent thing, uh, was uh, they prevented an assassination of Lincoln, um, not the assassination oh, okay. of Lincoln, an assassination attempt of Lincoln. Uh, but then they became basically just uh, union busters. Um, uh, they're real dicks. Yeah, they're real shitty. The federal government won't even employ them anymore. Uh, they they won't allow them to practice law. Uh, like federally, well, fucking Hasbro has their numbers. Well, so now the Pinkertons uh, whore themselves out to uh, let's hire them to corporations. Yeah, and like Amazon, they go over and do a lot of uh, union busting overseas for Amazon. If workers are trying to strike, uh, they go in and intimidate and shut that shit down. <laughs> uh, and then here, not too far from here, where we are in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Uh, I want to say Beckley, but I don't know if it's Greenbrier somewhere in West Virginia. Uh, Suddenlink. Yeah. The employees from Suddenlink were going on a strike. And uh, uh, Suddenlink employed the Pinkertons to come in and use um, intimidation, allegedly, to break that up. And uh, their reasoning was because they said that the strikers were becoming unruly and uh, destroying property and reportedly... Uh, the only person making any sort of ass of themselves. Uh, well, no, it was a uh, scab who crossed the picket line, uh, but then got pissed about like having to. I'm assuming do work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming something inside something. He was like, "Oh, fuck this! Yeah, <laughs> now I, I gotta do it. everything. I fucking get it." Yeah, and then he uh, went out to his car and like did donuts in the parking lot. <laughs> So, his name Dale. Look that up. Is that Dale? Dale that Cannon. fucking sounds like Dale, man. Dale Cannon. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but the Pinkertons then were there to like provide intimidation and yeah, they're they're assholes. We'll 
we'll get into the all right. Uh But, all right, so uh, let's take a break. All right. And then uh, we're going to come back. We're going to go to Texas. Okay. Uh, we're not going to look at cow's buttholes. Abilene. But we are going to look at a... Uh, a very, a very merry robbery. Well, during the break, let's look at cow's buttholes. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's take a break. Okay. Okay. All right, we are back. Uh, so we got this story today. That, like I said, it's a, it's a very merry bank robbery. Technically, it's one of my. Stories. It is one. <laughs> you let me, in, you let me in on this one. Yeah, you uh, did all the heavy lifting. Pretty uh, usual. Good work. Took me a little bit. Of, took me a little bit of work to find. Did you start that again? Yep. Yep. Oh. We're good there. <laughs> we're so professional. <laughs> yeah, we're. Uh, I'm at the lawnmower outside. Yeah, you were like, "Hey, did you start the? Uh, you start the lawnmower? Because you know that's how lawnmowers work." Yeah, we're we're recording, maybe. Okay. We're on there. Live. Not live. <laughs> no, not live. <laughs> I mean, we're live right now. Well, are we? I don't know. I mean, on the inside. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I'll be the one that's dead. Okay. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, I don't, this is going to, let's just get off track real quick. Because I was just thinking about this yesterday. You know how we've talked about before how we're like, we're, you know, we're like, how do people without the internal voice yeah. exist? Like, did you, so along those same lines, when you were, uh, I don't know when it kind of started for me, but like, let's say like teens, you know, uh, did you like? Were you able to like envision your future? Like, were you able to like see yourself like living past a certain age? I couldn't. Was that like that? So, yeah, I couldn't either. I right? remember being like twelve, thirteen, like I'll never drive. Like I'll never <laughs> be sixteen and drive. It's just like I'm I'll talking, never. I'm talking be out like, of high school. So maybe then once you're even out of high school, like early twenties, okay. like. I still never. Oh no! I was never like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll be like fifty and married and have a couple kids and yeah. a house. So then, like, once you hit like thirty-ish, thirty-five, like I just turned forty a couple weeks ago. Uh, so once you like hit thirty, thirty-five, and you're all of a sudden like, ah shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I didn't yeah. plan on being at this party. Yeah. Uh, I came unprepared. I didn't bring a gift. Uh, I don't know who most of you are. Can't call an Uber. So now I'm wondering, like, along those same lines of the internal head, like, what is it like for the people who were, like, you know, teens, early 20s, and in their head, they saw themselves, like, you know, as an older person, and, like, they had their shit together. Like, are those, like, those are just successful people, right? Like, that's, like, how many successful people, I wonder, had that same thing where they're, like, yeah, I live today. I live yeah. today and only today. And tomorrow's probably not going to happen. It might, but I'm not going to be ready for it. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm very, because like if we have that internal monologue, maybe that's what keeps us from being able to like see ahead. Yeah. Too busy worried about the now. Yeah. yeah. So then if you don't have that internal monologue, like, oh, you kind of are able to project it forward. I don't know. I don't know, because I don't have that. I got inner monologues. So anyways, <laughs> uh, Marshall Ratliff was an ex-con who lived in Cisco, Texas. Cisco, Texas! Before being tracked down and imprisoned for a bank robbery that he had committed with his brother Lee in Valera, Texas, uh, by Cisco Chief of Police, G.E. Bit Bedford. 
G E. The most. Bit. Texas sheriff name. Bit. Bit Bedford. B I T. B I T. They called him Bit. What the fuck did G E stand for? <sighs> George Ebenezer is what I'm going with. I don't know. Ebenezer <laughs> for the story. And then Bet's just in there? And then Bit. Is he a little fella? I'm betting not. I'm betting Bit was a big man. <laughs> You're betting Bit was big? Behold Bovine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I see him as uh, who was the uh, dude in all white from the Dukes of Hazard? Roscoe. Roscoe was the, uh, oh, was yeah. the deputy. I don't know. But yeah, I kind of vision him as him. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they were both uh, both the uh, Ratliff brothers were given a very long sentence for the bank robbery, but they each only served uh, only one year of that sentence before being paroled by Governor Merriam A. Ferguson. Uh, these are all just Texas stereotype like characters, <laughs> like every one of them. Um, That's why they're stereotypes. <laughs> the two brothers hightailed it to a boarding house in Wichita Falls, Texas, and began planning how they would rob the Cisco Bank alongside fellow ex-cons Henry Helms and Robert Hill, uh, and a fourth man who was good with cracking safes. Oh. Before the bank robbery could go down, however, uh, Lee Ratliff was once again arrested. I'm not sure for what. Um, I'm assuming just general vagrancy. Yeah. Uh, and the safe, ca- safe cracker came down with the flu. Ah. So Marshall pulled in Lewis Davis, a relative of Henry Helms, and a family man in need, uh, promising a large return for his participation. Uh, a few things there. Um, uh, calling off for a bank robbery. <laughs> calling in sick for a yeah. bank robbery is an interesting, I'm not feeling very good an interesting thing to do. Yeah, I just can't. <coughs> <coughs> I can't make it You got to get that fake voice going. Yeah. Like, like, it's very nice of him to be like, well, I don't want to get you guys sick. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got cracking safe, buddy. But at the same time, it's a bank robbery. Just go. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, You're going to let the flu stop you from getting thousands of dollars yeah. or potentially what dying? What year is this? Uh, 1927. Okay, yeah, thousands of dollars. Dude. Which a flu back in 27 was a death sentence. Yeah. Could become much worse, much quicker. Well, I mean, maybe they just wait a week. Yeah, that's what I... Like, <laughs> you need a safe cracker. You can't just be like, oh, you really need money? Well, come on in. Yeah. Uh, so... It's a bank robbery. Who would you, if you were putting, like, you're going to Ocean's Eleven... Okay. A bank robbery. Uh-huh. Who are you putting together? Okay. Well, I'm I'm in. I'm the, right. I'm the point. I'm the lead. Okay. You're All the point right. guy. Yeah. You're, um, you're Marshall Ratliff. <laughs> that's me. Okay. Um, I would probably bring you... Okay. Yeah, I'd let you drive. I'm the driver? I think you would I like drive. That. I think that's all we need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's all we need. Maybe bring Lily. Lily could, like, watch the crowd control. Right. I, kinda... th- I think you need at least, yeah, you probably do need at least a three or four man group. Well, she could kind of. Bring, like, the fourth person, the person that we kill, so we get their cut. Like, so they help we us. We double turn, we double cross. Yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely not the you, though. Uh, definitely, definitely not, not me. Not, yeah. No. <laughs> like, why is there so much plastic on this car seat? Just, just, just you sit there and drive. You just drive, <laughs> dummy. Uh, I'm gonna miss you. What? Nothing? Mm-hmm. Huh? I do think. Yeah. If we, if you, I think you need someone to watch the crowd to make sure no shenanigans and someone or, to like get the money. Do you send Lily in first <laughs> and just be like, go in? Like, kind of go off to the left yeah. and just start, like, dancing. 
Like, start doing things. <laughs> yeah. And then you get, like, Kid shit. everyone distracted. And then you just stroll on in. <laughs> like, the teller's sitting there, like, oh, what's happening? Like, I'll have a cane, and I'll just be, like, swinging it around and stuff. Yeah. Just real nonchalant. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just like, hey, uh, I will shoot that little girl in the head. Oh, wow! If you don't give me... All of the money. I regret bringing Lily into this now. <laughs> Look, you hire me <laughs> to drive. You stay this in the thing. car. What are you doing? Oh, I thought I was driving the robbery. Yeah, you just stay in the car. Oh, I'm just a wheelman. <laughs> yeah, you didn't say wheelman. You said oh. driver. I thought I was driving the whole oh, no, robbery. No, no, you're the wheelman. No, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Uh, you're like, I think my plan. You don't actually shoot her. <laughs> it's a. It's a lie. <laughs> You're robbing a bank. You can lie. <laughs> I want to be honest, Brooke. <laughs> I want to be trustworthy. So what would you like? What would you? What would be your approach once inside the bank? Uh, I'd probably, I'd probably do the note thing. The note thing. Yeah, I don't. The... I don't want a gun. <laughs> yeah. Do you like, have the Do you have the finger in your shirt? No, no. I'll just be a note. Be like, if you don't give me all the money, I'm gonna go home. And be so fucking sad. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go home and just oh yeah, just be sad Jerk and cry. Off. No, just be sad oh. and cry. Oh. Oh. Is that how you cry? I don't know how it's spelled out on the note. Like, if you don't, I'll just go. Oh. You just put, like, a sad face. Sad face. Yeah. Little, little tears dropping down. Yeah. Over you. Yeah. I'm like, please? Please? <laughs> like, a second date that I slide across. And it just says, please? They just give you, like, mark? They give you a 20. <laughs> like, here. Yeah. And then you did it. You Maybe. robbed the bank $20. <laughs> Yay. And then I peel out of there. <laughs> right as you get out. To the car. Yeah, I'm not even in the You're car. Out of the car. <laughs> I'm going. Ah, oh, shit. I stole your car <laughs> and man. left you at the seat of the crime. I'm oh, the winner. I'm definitely double crossing you. <laughs> I'm not giving you the chance. <laughs> I'll have it. I double cross you first. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll track you down. I remember talking about uh, Rob a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> worked, worked in the mall. And uh, there was a bank in the mall that we'd have to go deposit money into every day. Uh-huh. And I remember just standing there one morning. We were waiting, and I'm with my manager, and they're like, they're "Like we should just, you know, it'd be a bit." They they said they're, they're my <laughs> manager, and they said like, you know, we could make a lot more money just robbing this place and working today. And I was like, "Yeah, that's a pretty good call." Uh, and they're like, and jo- they're joking, but they're like, "So how should we do it?" And I'm not joking, and I'm looking around, and I'm like. There's seven people in here plus the like the three tellers. Uh, we got to kill them all. Uh, can't leave witnesses. <laughs> oh. I was like, we got to get the cameras. Uh, we got to make it quick, <clears throat> and we just take what we can get and go. And they're looking at me, and you I was just like, start, and then like, I'm just we got like, forty seconds. Go. <laughs> and I was like, ha, 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 yeah, you're <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, so you want to go back and make some popcorn? <laughs> so, but I've thought about it. Uh, I don't think you can get away with it now. No, I think. I mean, the twenties. No, yeah. the bank robbing time. Yeah. It sounds fun, I think, <laughs> until we get into some of the details, which do, we do have a whole story left. Uh, so, yeah, so one guy calls I'd in like sick. I'd like rob a bank and leave one of our stickers or something. He's like, <laughs> yeah. tune in and hear about just this. We just couldn't help ourselves. <laughs> every we had listen, to plug the every podcast. Every count. Like, we had to plug it. We're going to talk about this on next week's episode. Listen. Like, like we actually don't at first. Like, we're almost <laughs> out the door. They're like, uh, <laughs> actually, hey, everybody here. You guys quick. had fun here. You all gotta love this. Go ahead and pull up your phones. <laughs> Go to Spotify. Uh, search for middle age. Make everyone rate us. A good point. Yeah. yeah. Five stars. Yeah. You hit those follow buttons. Type something positive. Uh, so, yeah, they got a guy that called off uh, from the bank robbery. <laughs> he's sick. Uh, Lee, you know, he's back in jail. So they bring in a new guy. 
so the four. Basically, yeah, Dane Cook. Yeah, he has like a bank robbery one. He's like, there's always a new guy. And... <laughs> yeah, there's this. Is, uh, so the four steal a car in Wichita Falls and head for Cisco. Uh, they arrive on the morning of December 23rd, 1927. Right before Christmas. Right before Christmas. Wow. Uh, and they're pretty prepared to make easy money here, uh, or so they think. Um, so during this period in Texas, there were three. This or- isn't a bank robbery. Remember that movie? Hold up. Remember that movie? Mm-mm. And the inside man with Denzel oh, Washington. I, I mean, I don't remember. Okay, I remember. Sorry. I remember it existing. Yeah, that, that was a big line from the movie. This isn't a bank robbery. So what is it? I forget. They were like trying to get next door to get like some oh, documents right. or some shit. Or that's right. Yeah, they were know. using the bank robbery as the cover. It wasn't a bank robbery. No, <laughs> I do. I do remember that. This now. is a bank robbery, though. I don't mean to be confusing. Uh, sorry. So yeah, they're there uh, in Texas during this time. There are three or four banks being robbed every day. Wow. In response, the Texas Bankers Association had offered a $5,000 reward. The TBA? The TBA offered a $5,000 reward to anyone who shot a bank robber while they were committing the crime. Oh, yeah. But that's a great system. (laughs) Yeah. so, like someone reaches in their pocket for a pin, gets shot. I was like, reaching for a gun. Yeah, because I get like twenty five hundred. He, he might have robbed you. What happened? I killed him before he could rob you. You know, he said it. He looked at me. He's like, I'm going to rob him. Yeah, he told me. He told me. He told me the whole plan. You guys didn't hear that? Yeah. So uh, I killed everybody in the bank, but they all said they were going to rob it. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Five thousand. I didn't want to kill them all. I'm <laughs> five thousand bees. I'll cut, I'll be. We can work out some sort of like bundle package. <laughs> like I'll give you a discount. <laughs> I'll give you the bulk rate. Uh, so as the uh, or along with the threat of being shot by a local vigilante, uh, Ratliff feared that he would be immediately recognized if he returned to Cisco because this is where he's from. He oh, already yeah. been arrested for a robbery. Yeah, that's there. not smart. So he decides to conceal his identity by disguising himself as Santa Claus. Because Santa? Because who would suspect Santa? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's December 23rd. Yep. Uh, why wouldn't Santa Man, be? I have a Santa costume, and you put that shit on any time around Christmas. You can get away people, with whatever you want. People sit on your lap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they will. Uh, so as the group near the bank, get near the bank, Ratliff puts on the Santa suit that he had borrowed from... Uh, Miss Midge Tellett. Mine's she borrowed, too. Is borrowed. Yeah. Uh, well, she ran the boarding house where they'd been living in uh, Wichita Falls. So, Ratliff it puts this sand outfit on, and then he's let out, like, a little, a few blocks away from the bank. Yeah. So, the other guys go on, and they go into the alley, uh, and then dress as Santa... Ratliff, uh, he's just all smiles. He's but that does bring a lot of attention to you as well, dressed as Santa. It's hard to blend in. He's, uh, you know, just being jolly. Yeah. Uh, he's walking down Main Street, headed towards the bank. And then uh, a bunch of kids, are, of course, oh, are running up to him and ask, you know. <laughs> hey, Santa, is that guy in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? I don't know if they're saying that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I do wonder how many of them were like, I would, uh, I want to. Oh, all of them, yeah. They're all like, how are you, good sir? I want a train. Yeah. And I, I want, want this, and I want this, and I want this. I'd love a lollipop. It's 1920, so they're like, can I have a rock? And he's yeah, like, yeah, fucking much. look on the ground, kid. There's yeah, a rock. I don't know what they're asking for in 1920. <laughs> can uh, I have a lamb? Can I have food? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I guess you add food and I can Can I shit inside and just flush it down at <laughs> yeah. some point in my life? Can I not die before I'm 20? Uh, so not this year, kid. He's answering the questions, though. Yeah. He's patting him on the head. Oh, good, good Santa. Yeah, he's being Santa Claus. Who wants to rob a bank? Uh, so the main street of Cisco was crowded with people going about their daily activities. <laughs> what uh, a stupid idea! The town had Christmas decorations up. Um, everyone was in the Christmas spirit, so no one thought it was odd that Santa was walking down the street around noon uh, the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, so still followed by children. I think there needs to be a bigger deal made out Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. I like Christmas Eve Eve. It's it's that anticip- anticipation yeah. there. It's like, man, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Well, then if that thing, if that becomes a thing, Christmas Eve Eve Eve. Yeah, yeah. and then we got. Yeah, when does it stop? When does it stop? <laughs> Christmas Eve Ocho. <laughs> like it's just Eve 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 Eve. But then we're starting off like the whole January. month of December. December twenty seventh is going to be Christmas post. You know, <laughs> Two post. and then we're just it's all the time. Uh, but it would put Christ back <laughs> in our lives. Uh, I mean, like the Jewish people, they have lots of like eves. You know, they got eight eves. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're all eves. They got eight Magical crazy eves. Is the way <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler's movie yep. said it. Uh, so, still followed by children, um, Ratliff joins the other three robbers in the alley. Uh, <laughs> I brought these kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Found some, found some recruits. <laughs> kids won't quit following me. I don't understand why. Uh, and they head towards First National Bank. Um, some of the kids even follow them into the bank. Uh, once inside. What? Once inside. I think he's maybe trying. Like, if he would have really been able to think quick on his feet, he would have employed my strategy. Yeah. As soon as he walks in and there's like seven kids around him, he'd have been like, ho, 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 <laughs> children, go and start dancing for Santa. Yeah. Line up against the wall. And everyone Kitties. would have been looking at this whole scene, and then like the other three guys could have just strolled right in and robbed it. Yeah. But he's not a quick thinker. Strong armed. Uh, instead, once inside, uh, you know, he, the cashier is like, well, hello, Santa. Uh, how, you know, whatever. And he doesn't respond. He just walks to the desk in the middle of the lobby uh, where the bank customers are writing out their deposit slips. A few customers were already at the teller's window making their deposits. The cashier again calls out, "Uh, hey, Santa. (laughs) And again, no response because that's not his name. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking to me? (laughs) Yeah, like, finally, I don't know if at one point, finally, he's just like, oh, you mean. (laughs) He's looking around. That's me, Santa. (laughs) Uh, Right about at this point, uh, after the second, you know, non-response, Ratliff's accomplice, Robert Hill, enters the bank pointing a pistol at the cashier and yelling, hands up. Uh, the second bandit, Henry Helms, he also enters, already brandishing a gun, followed by the third man, Lewis Davis. Uh, Ratliff pushed through a swinging door past the cashier's desk, went into the cashier's cage, opened a drawer under the counter, and removed a pistol from that location, uh, stuffing it under his red Santa suit. Now all four men were armed. Uh... Santa, Ratliff, orders the assistant cashier to open the safe and begin stuffing money and bonds into a sack he had hidden beneath his costume. <laughs> At least he's got his, you know, I mean, why do you have to hide the sack? Just fucking get a red sack. You're goddamn Santa. Yeah, just have it in here. What are you hiding the sack for? Put a couple things in there. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, while, the other, while the others covered the customers and employees, Ratliff grabbed money from the tellers and forced one to open the vault. Unseen by the four robbers, a uh, bank patron... Mrs. B.P. Blassengame. Oh. Great name. 
Beatrice. Oil tycoon right there. Beatrice. I'm going to say it's Beatrice Phoebe Blassingame. And her six-year-old daughter, Frances, entered the bank in hopes of seeing Santa, <laughs> not knowing a robbery was in progress. Frances is just like, it's Santa. Okay, you know, like, bang. Let's see him. Uh, immediately realizing the danger, Miss Blassingame. Uh, charged her way with her daughter through the bookkeeping office, office of the bank, announcing the first national is being held up. Uh, she reached for the door to the alley. Uh, she made four of them. You shoot all four. That's $20,000. Yeah, there's big money in there right now. Money, money, money. <laughs> One more. Money. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, she quickly unlocks the door and then like pushes her daughter out into the alley uh, while yelling at her to run. And That's the Batman origin. It's getting there. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, she instructs Francis to run, Not and really. despite warnings from the robbers that they would shoot, she herself escapes as well. Uh, she screams for help as, help! She, as she runs down uh, the one the block to City Hall and the police department, alerting Chief of Police Bedford. Old bit. Bit. G E bit. Uh, and most of the Cisco citizens that were standing around. According to eyewitness uh, Boyce House, uh, Police Chief G.E. Bit Bedford, G.E. Bit Bedford, a giant of a man and a veteran peace officer, seized a riot gun, which I didn't. I'm surprised riot guns were around in the 1920s. What's a riot gun? Is that like where it shoots like the, the beanbags and stuff? The motherfuckers armed with guns. Uh, apparently, yeah. Like they're I, like, we can't shoot Santa. Get the riot gun. <laughs> right. Uh, Jesus so he, Christ, killing Santa from all those kids. Would be traumatic. Looks like Christmas is happening this year. Uh, he gets the riot gun, and uh, then he and policeman George Carmichael. I mean, a good band name, Riot Gun. Riot Gun? Yeah, I like that. They start for the scene. Or tag team. Wrestling uh, tag team. The chief posted himself at the mouth of the alley, which ran alongside the bank and opened on Main Street, while Officer Carmichael took position near the mouth of another alley, which ran behind the bank. All these mouths. <laughs> intersected the first alley. Meanwhile, inside the bank, one of the men with an automatic weapon in each hand growled at the bookkeeper, don't look at me. Uh, by this time, Santa Claus had filled his sack and exited the vault. Uh, who fired the first shot is uncertain. Some sources state that Ratliff, dressed as Santa, fired first, the bullet striking the bank's plate glass window, possibly to signal unseen accomplices that the bank had been accompli- the bank robbery had been accomplished, so maybe like a getaway driver. Yeah. Uh, other sources say that Hill... Uh, Seeing someone outside, fired a shot through the window, and a shot was returned, prompting Hill to fire several more shots into the ceiling to show that they were armed. Now, I would like to think that Hill saw his reflection. Oh, yeah. And got scared. He's a jumpy little fella. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's what happened, but that's what I like to envision. Uh, Immediately, Bedford and Carmichael directed crossfire at the side door, and the two gunned uh, and the two gunned robber fired back first at Carmichael and then at Bedford. The four robbers took uh, hostages, two little girls, Laverne Comer, age 12, and Emma Mae Robertson, age 10, uh, who were in the bank and used... I feel like those are bad hostages because you want hostages that are at least as tall as you. You do, but at the same time, you want hostages that they're not going to fire at. True. I don't think they're going to fire any hostages. But you got... But they can fire, you know, if you're like, the hostage is up to your waist, man, your whole head's just But they're probably not going to take the risk of shooting a kid. It's 1920. There's kids everywhere. Yeah, I mean... mean, just fucking... (laughs) Uh, So, using the kids, using the two little girls as shields, uh, they make their way into the alley to a getaway car. Well, they're 12 and 10. Yeah. So, like, they're probably big enough that... Okay. 
you know. Uh, <laughs> if you want to take kids hostages, that's fine, Josh. I'm just saying for me, I would take adult hostages, okay? Okay. Well, there Have be- your kid hostages. You made it clear that you want kid hostages. Yeah. Okay. I think my it's clear. are sailed. <laughs> it's, it's, it's whatever You're going to you have think. a harder time moving around an adult. <laughs> nah, adults are scared, man. They, they, they're... they're Kids, man, kids, they could bite you or something. Well, adults are just gonna be, put a gun to adults' head, man. They're gonna move. All right, all, all right. right. Keep your kids though. When your bank robbery goes <laughs> south, <laughs> you keep your kid hostages. You're laying there. I'll keep my adult hostages. Bleeding out. I want you to remember. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Oh, Josh was right. <laughs> and I'm running away. <laughs> I got one kid hanging over my back. I got the other one in my arms. <laughs> and I'm like, look at me. No one's shooting me. <laughs> <laughs> the kid bites you. Well, you know. Uh, he have been bit before. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, there's uh, there's gunfire being traded. <laughs> a bullet struck the cashier in the jaw. Ah, uh, in the jaw? Another struck a bank customer in the leg. So, everybody in the bank, other than the robbers, are not having a great time. <laughs> Uh, while yet another customer made a run help for it. Help me, Santa! <laughs> yeah. Santa, help! I've been so good! Uh, another customer makes a run for it, and they're able to tell Bedford and Carmichael about the hostages. Uh, more than 100 shots had already been fired before the shootout in the alley where the robbers returned to their getaway car. In the alley, Chief Bedford and Deputy Carmichael were mortally wounded. Uh, Officer Carmichael found himself reeling from a bullet that had been fired from one of the robber's guns. Mortally? That means dead. Yeah, they're not going to make it. Fuck. Officer Reddys, uh, who had witnessed his partner being shot, went to him to assist any way he could. As Reddys dodged the robber's gunfire, uh, the four made their way to the getaway car. Uh, at the head of the alley, Chief police, or police Chief Bedford stood in their way. In the exchange of fire, Chief Bedford, who had been a peace officer in the air for some 25 years, was shot five times. Damn. Chief Bedford and Policeman Carmichael lay dying of their wounds, and six... That's a bit excessive. A little bit. 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 Uh, That's his name. A little bit. Bit. A little bit, Bedford. Yeah. Uh, So they're laying there dying of their wounds. Six uh, just regular-ass citizens, they're wounded. Uh, I'm just a regular citizen. They probably like they're saying that. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here today. Now, at this point, onlookers uh, rush to hardware stores for pistols and rifles, uh, and then they begin opening fire. Oh, good. So now you just got a whole lot of people shooting. Yeah. Uh, a rifle <laughs> bullet struck one of the fugitives in the arm and spun him around. Uh, but all four of the robbers begin their getaway, <clears throat> traveling south on Avenue D with their hostages. Uh, while they're doing this, they realize that they're almost out of gas. You got to plan better than they this. They forgot to fill the tank before. Whose job is it to get the gas? This is what happens. When I had to get the Santa suit. This is what happens when somebody calls in. Yeah, sick, yeah. The new guy's like, I, "Look, I'm new. This is my first day. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know anything about I, the fucking guy." I'm sorry. I mean, the other guy's Santa Claus. So I don't know I mean, how cars work. It can only be one of the other two guys. I never learned how to drive. Yeah, okay? <laughs> I don't know how any of this works. This shit scares me. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'd have you, man. You'd be ready. Oh, I feel like good, the tank would be, be full. You'd have like a really killer song ready for me for when I got in. Like, have you seen? The movie? We'd have a bank robbery. Have you seen the ma- movie Baby Driver? I don't like to think about it. Oh, because it's, of it's pretty creepy. Look at I watched it after I learned everything about yeah. that guy, and it's just 
Because of old, old rapey. Yeah. Rapey Spacey. <laughs> rapey Spacey, yeah. yep. But it is a cool movie. He's yeah. Got the, he's got the playlist going and stuff. I feel like you'd do that for I'd me. I'd be that guy. Cool. Uh, you, you wouldn't not fill the tank up with gas. I'd have a full tank of fucking gas, Christ. man. I got a car waiting, like, miles away yeah. that we can jump into real quick. And that's where you double-cross me and then you <laughs> yeah. get to that one. Yeah. You're like, ho, 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 Santa. Yeah, I'm not dressed as Santa, <laughs> But I am. I'm, oh, I'm, you are. In my mind, I'm the Santa. Okay. Because I have the suit, so. Right. Yeah. Well, like, I take the beard and, like, pull it above your eyes and you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Or pull it out and, like, let go of it where it comes back and yeah. smacks me. <laughs> it's in the face. Look, oh, that was a dick move. And then oh. you shoot me, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't double-cross you. Uh, okay. <laughs> as they neared the edge of town, pursued by the mob, one of their tires was flattened by a shot from law enforcement. Uh, the robbers lurched out of the vehicle, brandishing their guns to a, to commandeer a passing Oldsmobile driven by 14-year-old Wood, Wood, yeah, Woodrow Wilson Harris. 14? 14 years old. Uh, he relinquish, relinquishes the car. Sure, sir. <laughs> the robbers transfer the loot uh, hostages and their injured partner to the Oldsmobile in the midst of the gunfire. When they finally had everything ready to go and get away in this new car, they realized they can't start the car because the old 14-year-old kid, uh, whenever they ordered him to stop, he was smart enough to just take the keys out oh, yeah. and keep them on him. So they didn't think about that either. Fuck you guys. Yeah. So uh, I may be 14, but fuck y'all guys. Oh, uh, Davis, he's the one that's been 1920, is practically like 35. He's, he's already. Geez, he's, he's seen some shit. Already been through the ring. He's back from the war. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's grizzled. And just, he's already smoked seven packs yeah. that day. He's got like three kids at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, man, the wife is not going to believe this. <laughs> he's like, it's whatever. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, so Dave, Henry Davis, he's the one that's been shot. Yeah, you know, spun uh, him around. So once they realize they can't start the car, uh, they leave him behind. Henry Davis. He's like, just the arm, guys. I can walk. (laughs) No, 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 no. Just you stay here. Uh, They leave him in the car, and then they they, (laughs) like, no, really, no. It's just my arm, guys, guys. They get the hostages, the money. They get everything back into the car with the flat tire and almost out of gas, and they take off again in that car. Uh, So Robert Hill, the one who had followed Ralph into the bank. Uh, was struck by a rifle bullet during the uh, transfer from cars. Uh, and then once they're leaving, they realize uh, it's not until later after they've already left, they realized uh, not only had they left, you know, Henry Davis back, uh, but they also forgot the money. Oh! So. What the fuck, dude? dude, dude. What? Oh. So, so, motherfucker called off. Uh-huh. Motherfucker went to jail, uh-huh. brought in a new guy, uh-huh. didn't have gas. Right, forgot gas. Pulled, robbed the car, but didn't get the keys. Didn't get the keys. And then they one, got back to this one. One was already shot, now another one shot. <laughs> and then they forgot the money. They forget the money. The whole point. Yeah. Yeah. So, the current situation is Henry Davis is laying... It's like the universe is working against <laughs> these fellas. It's almost like crime doesn't pay. Yeah, it's like, maybe just get a job. And just, just fucking get a job. So, in the Oldsmobile that they can't drive because they don't have the keys for it, Henry Davis is laying there bleeding out. Yeah. And I feel like he's the, probably who they blame for them not having the gas. They were, that's why they are like, just stay here. You had one fucking job. Stay here. So, they leave him in the, in the money. Yeah. So, then in the car that has almost no gas... <laughs> And a flat tire, it's uh, Ratliff, uh, Lewis, and uh, Davis, or uh, Helms, 
and uh, they're in the car with the hostages, the yeah. two little girls. So they're making their getaway, though. So the mob that's been chasing them, they find Davis and the money, uh, and they temporarily gave up the chase at first because they're like, well, we have the money, yeah. and we have one of these Money is what, is what matters. Now, here. if they hadn't taken the two little... If they left the two little girls back, too, yeah. those three may have, like... Yeah, they could have just been like, fuck it. I mean, I'm sure at some point they'd have been like, let's try to go find them. Yeah. But... At that point, they were like, we got the kids, we got the money, we got this dumbass. <laughs> so, uh, the money was returned to the bank. Uh, they had stolen $12,400 <sighs> in cash. They left the money. And $150,000 in non-negotiable securities. So, they had uh, $162,400. Of basically. $1920 money. 1920 So, they probably would, those non-negotiable securities, I don't know exactly what they would have done with them. Yeah. But they would have gotten quite a bit back They wouldn't have negotiated them. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're I not. don't care if you're dressed as Santa or not. <laughs> this is non-negotiable. So, estimates were made that at least 200 bullet holes were made in the bank. Uh, a number that many feel was too low. Yeah. They, they think there was actually way You think people were shooting higher? Maybe. To higher on the wall? Like, the bullet holes were higher up into the wall and the ceiling? What are we good at? I don't know. <laughs> it's a bad joke about, like, the number's higher, but, like, the bullet holes are oh. higher on the... Okay. <laughs> Nailed it! That's why you tune in! <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, Jim's like that. Wow. <laughs> you can edit uh, that out. I'm not. <laughs> I'm could. not going to. I could. I'm not going to. Uh, uh, so, what? I think something's higher. I'll say that. <laughs> so besides the two police officers, uh, six, like we said six townspeople have been wounded in the shootout, but no one was sure whether the robbers or the... Uh, uh, the like vigilante mob was responsible for yeah. who shot who at this point. Wasn't much of a CSI back then. <laughs> uh, for Davis, who was a last minute replacement for the group, uh, this was the only crime he had ever committed in his lifetime. He was he's the one who's been left in the yeah. car. He was taken to a Fort Worth ho- hospital after his capture, uh, but efforts to save his life failed. What? <laughs> He died from bullet wounds he received in the gunfight at the Damn. bank. During the shootout, Ratliff suffered two wounds. He wasn't even supposed to be there that day. One in the chin he, and one in the leg. The chin? Uh, Robert Hill, the one who had followed Santa into the bank, had been struck by a rifle bullet at the point where they were transferring cars. Uh, Sheriff John Hart and his deputies of Eastland, the county seat, had been called by a long distance and given the news of the bank robbery. They all piled into automobiles and sped to the spot where the bandits... <laughs> I just picture them all in one automobile. Up, 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 up. Yeah. Uh, reporters, including Boyce House, followed the action in another vehicle. Uh, by House's account, quote, officers and citizens poured in from all that section of the state, and such a manhunt as Western Texas had never seen before was soon in progress. Why did they say shit so dumb back then? They He's like, yeah, we, we went to look for him. We had a lot of people. A lot of people showed up. We went to find them. Um, <laughs> never before in the history of Western Texas. Had never seen before. <laughs> had never seen more mass of humanity. Uh, he says that he wrote, Many members of the posse were on horseback or on foot as they beat their way through clumps of trees. What else would there be? Searched high grass in the bottoms of ravines and peered around boulders and canyons. Oh. One search party discovered an overcoat and... Blood- Have you peered around that border, boulder yet? <laughs> They found an overcoat and bloodstained gloves. Uh, later, citizens found a suitcase and a pile of bloodstained rags. In the suitcase was cotton and gauze, showing that the bandits had entered their... Like, they at least were uh, 
aware enough to bring bandages. In case. Yeah, a whole suitcase. So they thought a, of that. They're like, bring the first aid kit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, despite the search efforts, the bandits were able to evade search parties and steal another car the next morning. Uh, the pursuit continued through Saturday and Saturday night. One of the results of the crime was its tra- tragic implications for little children in Eastland County. On Christmas Eve, a church in Eastland was filled, and as Jolly St. Nicholas entered, another dude, not not the Santa Claus, yeah, you know, just another one of his guys that he employs uh-huh. to go out and pretend to be him. Uh, one of his old minions. When he enters the church, a little boy calls out, why did you rob that bank? <laughs> uh, you broke my heart, Santa! You broke my heart! I loved you and I trusted yeah. you. Yeah! Uh, by this time, now Ratliff, I'm gonna do drugs. Ratliff, Helms, and Harris had raced back out onto Avenue D with two of them firing back at an automobile filled with pursuers. Uh, the driver swung east onto a dirt road and his companions began throwing out roofing nails in an effort to puncture the tires of the posse's machines. Uh, he then turned into a pasture, dashing through cactus, mesquite, and scrub oak. The growth became so heavy that further progress was impossible, and the robbers abandoned their bullet-riddled car and the two hostages several wow. miles from town and continued on foot. Chief Bedford died on Christmas Day, and Policeman Carmichael a few bit later. Old bit, he's dead. Long Christmas. He bit it. Yep. Uh, afoot, the Desperados, Ratliff, Hill, and Helms, were able to steal a car, find food, and eventually con a young man into the use of his automobile, taking him along as a prisoner. Come on. Uh, the father of the young man seized his shotgun and fired after the fleeing car, and uh, those bullets hit his son. I'm going to say, you're going <laughs> to... Bullets don't know. They're not, all right, bullets, you go get the bad guys. It's just, don't hit my son. It's just, just the way that... We have always thought that every problem can be solved. We've had more guns. By shooting bullets at it. Uh, yeah. Haphazardly. That's what Kid Rock thinks. He's yeah. got a problem with the Bud Light. He's like, I gotta shoot bullets at it! Uh, so after hiding out all night with nothing to eat but oranges, uh, which they did not offer to the injured young hostage, Helms, Hill, and Ratliff decided to return to Cisco to hide in plain sight. <laughs> okay. At this point, it's like, let's try this. Yeah, everything else is going south, so let's just, it's like the summer of George on Seinfeld, where he does the opposite. Yes. Like, whatever he's going to do, he's going to do the opposite. He's like, well, normally I would not want to go back there, so I think I'll go back uh, there. So they release the hostage. They become mayor. Uh, and his car to him, and they steal another car. Then wounded, uh, especially Ralph at this point, he's not doing great. Uh, they're They're doing pretty bad, because, like, they're injured, they've been shot. They haven't had a lot of food. They don't have the fucking money, so their morale has to be low. They didn't even <laughs> yeah. fucking... It does, all this is for fucking... It doesn't matter. They're still blaming each other for the gas. Thing. Yeah, like, fuck. At this point, it's uh, passive-aggressive, though. Oh, yeah. Like, they get into the new car, and they're like, Oh, <laughs> this car's filled. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they put gas in it. Too bad I didn't have this person. Wonder where they, how did they fill their gas tank up? <laughs> yeah. Does such a place exist? Where uh, you can go and put gas in your car? They just have to be so... I can't imagine... Oh, but you got the suit though, didn't you? Good. All right. I can't imagine being in a situation where I, I'm with my accomplices <laughs> and we forgot the gas, we forgot the money, <laughs> we're shot, we're hungry. It's apparently... We have oranges. Here, have an orange. I don't want a fucking orange! There's apparently ice everywhere right now on the road. It's sleeting. Oh. I would be so irritated and just... <laughs> I can't 
see it. Imagine how pissed off I would be. In this oh, place. yeah. You wouldn't even, like, look when you talk to somebody. You're just looking straight at him. Like, I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. Give me fucking oranges. Just, I'm just eat them or don't eat them. I don't care. Music up louder. Yeah. Uh, so. If, if someone says something else about the gas, I swear, I swear to, to fucking, fucking God. <laughs> say just one, just fart. Fart. Do any, say one thing about the gas. Uh, no, I don't want a fucking orange. Oh. The next morning, uh, they're ambushed. Uh, by Sheriff Foster in the little town of South Bend, as they try to cross, as they try to cross the Brazos River, Brazos River, uh, the Brazos the Brazos River. Isn't that what happened like the Oregon Trail? Oh no, it was uh, uh, set, uh, set, not sedentary. Uh, I don't know, dude. Never mind. They just made me think Oregon Trail. Dysentery. Dysentery. Yeah, that always got you. Conneria, was that on there? <laughs> Crabs? Herpes? Just dysentery. Okay. Yeah, which I think like made you shit a lot. Yeah. I think you just shit well, till fuck, you died. fuck, I got dysentery. Then you died from it, though. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm going to die. Yeah. Maybe just take it a while. Uh, so, they're trying to cross this river, and officers spot, uh, spot their, their car coming. Uh, the driver caught sight of a gun in the hands of one of the officers and began rapidly down the road. Then, as the members of the posse scurried into their automobiles, the car whirled and rushed away. Skirt. <laughs> a car chase followed with a shootout in an oil field as the three tried to escape. Fuck, running a shootout towards in the an wells. oil field? This is Texas. This baby. is fucking Texas. Yeah, this is a Texas bank robbery all day long. Involved in the firefight was Deputy Sheriff Cy Bradford, uh, famous for bringing law and order into the coal fields. Uh, which that's never good for the coal miners, and ne- neighboring towns, and later as a Texas Ranger during the turbulent oil days. Uh, his career was filled with gunfights in which Bradford's cool-headedness and marksmanship always brought him out the victor. Uh, before Bradford's car had rolled to a stop, he was out with old Betsy, his double-barreled shotgun, and an extra pair of ex- uh, shells in one hand. Uh, Bradford fired once... I keep that thing on me! He fired once and dropped one of the fugitives... Uh, Bradford reloaded before firing again. He says, I did not want to be caught with an empty gun if they turned and made a stand. Uh, so the bandits run off, though, firing back over their shoulders as they run. Always. Yeah, that'll get them. Yeah. Uh, again, Bradford shot and another man went down, but got back up and tried to keep staggering away. Uh, the officer shoved the other. Bradford said, ha ha, that's cute. Yeah, he pumps another shotgun shell in there, shoots again, and the third. Uh, vigilante slumps to his knees. He gets up and he's still trying to make it though. Uh, he gets behind some. These of the, guys are too stupid to die. I yeah, think. this one makes it behind some of the oil derricks. Uh, Dark derricks. That's how I like to say it. Dark. Ratliff was hit and fell to the ground while Helms and Hill, although wounded, escaped into the woods by the Brazos River. What? Which offered ideal concealment. Uh, Ratliff was a reportedly a walking arsenal. Bearing no fewer than six shotgun wounds and six pistols when captured, uh, including the one he took from the bank. They had caught Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the long national nightmare is over. Yes. The intense manhunt for Helms and Hill, directed by Ranger Captain Tom Hickman, pressed on so as not to allow the wounded men an opportunity for rest. Uh, despite some assistance from an airplane, uh, the search team could not spot the fleeting men. The fleeing men. In the process, two more men were wounded from accidental discharge of their weapons. <laughs> oh, fucking idiots. <laughs> Bringing the total number of wounded to eight. 
Yeah, don't put that shit on them. Those idiots would have shot themselves, I think, regardless. Uh, that's including the three surviving robbers. However, the trail was eventually picked up, and at the end of the chase, evidently was not far off because the footprints were close pa- spaced, showing that they were wearing down from the long chase sure. and from loss of blood. And just the morale. You it just, it's just, just fuck. At this point, it's just. At least if you have the money, you know, you're like, I'm, I got the money. Gotta keep so, going. Gotta keep going. So you have the money, man. Yeah. And uh, it's gonna be t- if you do live, and you can't tell people about it. No. You're like, oh, you robbed the bank and you got away, so you got the money. Look, I just, you know. Look, I, I don't get into I it. I do it for the love of the game. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. not in it for the money. Yeah. I just, I enjoy being shot. And, uh, I know. love it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, some have called me one of the best. Yeah, it really gets my heart pumping until yeah. it doesn't pump anymore for uh, too many shots. <laughs> and I die. So they were finally apprehended in Graham, Texas on December 30th, seven days after the robbery. Uh, they had been attempting to find the location of a rooming house in Graham. They were arrested the next year, a week after Christmas. <laughs> now now they, you're always like the day before New Year's, like, see you next year. Oh, Wow, yeah. <laughs> so, well, they, it was December 30th, so not quite. Oh, yeah. Not quite the new year. Fuck. <laughs> That's just more embarrassment for them. So they're just. The gas, the money, they try to get punny. And just... The jokes that you're putting on them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they try to find. Uh, I hate these guys. They try to get a room at this place in a uh, rooming house in Graham. Uh, the man that they asked directions from, though. Noticed their pistols and notified authorities. Uh, presumably exhausted, the two were taken into custody without a fight. Hill was captured with three pistols, and Helms had four. Uh, though Helms, Hill, and Ratliff had several wounds apiece and had not eaten for days, all three survived and faced trials. Fucking oranges, dude. Helms was second to stand trial after Ratliff. He was identified as the one who had gunned down both Lawman and was given the death sentence in late February. They hung him? After an unsuccessful and sanitary plea, he was executed by electric chair. Oh, electric chair. On September 6, 1929, in Huntsville, Texas. He is said to have had cabbage, sausage, tomatoes, coffee, and pie for his last meal. Well, good for him. Cabbage, sausage, tomatoes, uh. coffee, and pie. Uh. Hill was last to be tried. He pleaded guilty to armed robbery and took the stand on his own behalf, crying for mercy and citing his unhappy childhood. In March, he was given a sentence of life imprisonment, 99 years. He escaped from prison three times, but was recaptured each time. After settling down, he was paroled in the mid-1940s, uh, reportedly changed his name, and became a productive citizen. So he got life plus 99 years, and he did 20. Yeah. After escaping three after times. After escaping three times. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. They probably just felt sorry cool. for him. After taking children hostages. Yeah. And fucking shooting people and just shooting blindly behind his back. They're probably just like, this dude sucks so bad. Just, <laughs> He's so yeah, stupid. just go. Yeah. <laughs> he died in 1996. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Dumb people live forever. They lived dude. a long time. They're fucking too. He's been all shot up. He's just too dumb to die. No, I bet when he tells the story, it's a lot different. There's like one guy he pins everything on. Like he, oh yeah, like. He forgot the gas. He, he was the, the one money. saying, like, we need to get gas. Yeah. We need to get... And then he was the one saying, like, the money's here. We need to get the money. Oh, yeah. His story is way different. And then he was like, I was, like, shooting it out. <laughs> and I gave myself up, though. That's a cool life, though. All that. Then he escaped jail three times. Yeah. And he lived to another... God, yeah. So... Good for him. Marshall Ratliff was convicted of armed robbery on January 27th, 1928, and was also sentenced to 99 years in prison. 
Uh, ten-year-old Emma May Robinson's testimony identified. Her. <laughs> I thought she went to jail. You're going, ten-year-old dude ended up being also part of the robbery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she identified. She was grounded for seven weeks. Ratliff as the man disguised as Santa Claus. Uh, on the way to his cell, Ratliff muttered, "Quote that that's no hill for a high stepper like me." Okay. <laughs> what? So I don't know if he's saying like this isn't going to hold me. Yeah, I guess. I think that's yeah, what he's saying. He's, he's above it. Uh, months later, on March 30th, he was sentenced to execution for his role in the deaths of Bedford and Carmichael. Although no one could testify to having seen Ratliff dressed as Santa fire a gun from the bank. Ratliff appealed his case, and when that failed, began behaving oddly in hopes of an insanity plea. He began acting insane the day of Helms' execution, much to the conviction of, the ja- of his jailers. His mother, uh, Rilla Carter, filed for a lunacy hearing in Huntsville. The civilians of Eastland County grew infuriated to learn that Ratliff had not already been executed for his deeds, and were further aggravated by this new development. Judge Davenport ordered Ratliff... He was still wearing the Santa suit. They're like, make him take it off! (laughs) He could not be Santa forever. That's not right! Uh, Lots of prisoners in there sitting on his lap. (laughs) Uh, Judge Davenport ordered Ratliff be extradited to Eastland County Jail, writing a bench warrant for robbery of the Harris's Oldsmobile. On November 18th, while awaiting execution there, Ratliff feigned paralysis... Convincing his uh, jailers, Patrick Kilborn and uh, Tom A. Uncle Tom Jones. Uncle Tom Jones. Which I don't even want to get into the implications there. (laughs) Necessitating the two to feed and bathe him and take him to the toilet. So they apparently believe that he is legitimately paralyzed at this point. Having duped the two jailers, the man who had played Santa managed to get a hold of a six-shooter in an office desk. Uh, fatally wounding Uncle Tom Jones and violently fighting the second jailer it's in hand-to-hand unusual. combat. Uh, sometimes shooting a few rounds that, fortunately for Kilborn, missed their mark. Most of the town, including the fighters' jail fighting jailer's daughter, watched helplessly through the jail windows, unable to break open the steel door to help Kilborn, as he pinned Ratliff down, beat him into unconsciousness, and returned him to a cell. So I guess he's not paralyzed anymore. No. But he might be now. He beat it out of him. Yeah, we're back into it. Or maybe, yeah, maybe back uh, into it. A crowd began to gather the next morning, and by nightfall had grown to nearly 2,000, all clamoring for Ratliff. Kilborn refused their demand, but was overpowered by 15 to 20 men who rushed in and dragged Ratliff out. They tied his hands and feet, carrying him to a vacant lot behind the local Majestic Damn. Theater, uh, where the play The Noose was being presented. Ooh. There they threw a rope over... Uh, a wire between two telephone poles on which they intended to hang him. The first attempt failed when the knot came loose and fell to the ground. Always awkward. Uh, the second time, however, they used a stronger rope and were successful. His last words were, forgive me, boys, before he was hoisted 15 feet in the air. He was pronounced dead 20 minutes later at 9.55 p.m. on November 19th. Do you think they hated him more because he wore the Santa costume during the robbery? It probably didn't help. Man, that's just like... No one, I mean, the police officers died, but, like, one of the robbers died. The other guy got, you know, got the death penalty. I mean, they took two little girls. Like, I'm sure the town people were just like. I think town people just want any reason. They're like, we, we can kill this guy. They're probably thinking, like, why aren't we killing this guy? Yeah. Like, whether he shot those two cops or not, they're like, he took, he was involved in taking two little girls prisoners. He's the cause for 
He's not the Santa. situation happening. He pretended to be Santa, which made that one little boy cry in church. <laughs> uh, you know, they... They, like, brought that little boy up to his dead body. He can't hurt you now, little Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. As he's hanging there swaying. I'm gonna have nightmares! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's the story of the Santa Claus robbery. That's a good story. Cisco that's crazy. Texas. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, that's, I, I'm shocked there hasn't been a movie yet. I, while we were talking about it, I was like, man, this would be such a good movie. Like, the gas, the fucking... God damn, the money! Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine being in the situation... Being chased down by, like, you know, just a bunch of vigilante people. Like, you stop the rest. You're like, you got the money, right? Like, no, what? You got the money. Yeah. Don't fuck with me right uh, now. I'd have killed everybody. Over I there. got an orange. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I would have saved the the police and everybody having to shoot the yeah. other people with me. Just I'd have been so the, mad. Yeah. And it's the 1920s, so, like, that's what we do. We shoot each other. Yeah. So... The kid son got shot because of that. He's like, I'm going to shoot your yeah, general direction. A shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. Not understanding how shotguns work. They, right they spray. They spray. I don't know very much about guns, and I know the shotgun spray. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, you know, the moral of the story is probably not a great idea to rob a bank. Gas up. Gas up first, though. Gas up. I, I think the make a checklist. There's yeah. no shame in a checklist. And have a strict call-off policy. Right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think. And if you got to wait a week, well, I mean, they probably wanted to do it because there's probably a lot of money in the bank a couple Christmas. days before Christmas. But Santa suit wouldn't have played well like a couple of Oh, yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they kind of had to like. I feel like he was so hung up on this. He was like, we got to get this done by Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, like, what, I'm going to dress as, like, what, the fucking New Year's baby? Yeah. Like, what am uh, I going to dress as for New Year's? Yeah, stupid. Then what's after that, right? Like, uh, <laughs> Valentine's Easter Day? Bunny? You wait for Easter? Be Cupid? You going to wait for Easter? No, I got to be Santa. Got to be Santa over here. I don't know why. Hey, you I'm became, walking to Santa over here. You became a New Yorker. I don't, that's what we do. <laughs> so, uh, all right, well, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not. Who knows with us? Can we talk about what next week? It's gonna be yeah, PG thirteen middle aged media. We're doing that one next week. Yeah, right. So now we got two things. Oh, do we have two things? Uh-huh. Well, the PG thirteen right. one works. We'll see if I get done. <laughs> I I'm does. going to. I'll have it ready. Yeah, we're gonna do our first uh, PG thirteen episode, which is going to be it's gonna be a real crime. A real crime. Well, let's not spoil the movie. All right, all right, yeah. Let's not spoil that. We yet. won't spoil it. Uh, it well, should be. It's got me. <laughs> It'll be interesting though. I'm I'm looking forward to doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be fun. It'll be the first one. My daughter wants us wants us to do it. That's why she's going to be 13 in November. Yeah. So uh, we're going to do PG-13 real crime. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. And then you're going to threaten her with a gun. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. It's <laughs> I, As long as you're no, not really going to shoot I'm her. I'm not threatening her with a gun. <laughs> I'm threatening the bank teller that I will shoot that oh, kid. Okay. I'm, putting, I'm putting her life in the bank teller's hand. You look at her like you have a little smile and a uh, wink. Now, like, once I make the offer... <laughs> On the bank, lives are out of my hands at this point. There's nothing you can do about it. That's right. Okay. Other than follow through with my threat. Yep. Which I will. (laughs) That's the way you were raised. Yeah. So, uh, Rebecca, (laughs) what kind of day are we gonna have? (laughs) You want that little girl? Oh, keep on dancing. Oh. Oh, give me the money. I suggest give me the money. Yeah, money more important than that. That's what you're saying. It's on you. This money isn't even yours. I, can, you're, I, can, you're, yeah, I can't control it. I know that kid's not yours either, I guess, I suppose. <laughs> but do you really want to live with her death on your hands Still or kid. the loss of money on your hands? 
So my plan's gonna work. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. That's the worst. What ho, would you ho, do? ho 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 ho. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening and watching. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah. By the way, if you're uh, if you've listened to this point, um, kind of like to tell you, but uh, we're gonna try to have videos of the episodes available on you or YouTube. So uh, you can just go to YouTube and search for Middle Age Mediocre. Yep. Uh, but we're gonna try to start posting videos. See our mugs. Yeah. All oh, like our our faces. Yeah, our faces. But we had. I had to stop for a second to be like, yeah, we, we don't have we, mugs. We don't have mugs. We need mugs. We do. That's what you do with them. You drink. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back with our first PG-13 episode, and then we're going to have... It's got a fucking rule, dude. I think there's another episode that you're going to do. I think it's just that. No, there's another one. There is? I'll, I'll figure it out. Well, I mean, we need to bring back Ronnie Crawdad, too. Yeah, but... we got to do another Crawdad episode. Yeah. Uh, but then I think we'll do like a, a pretty deep dive into the Pinkertons. Yeah. Because um, they got some interesting stories. Uh, but like and subscribe. Follow us. Uh... Follow our TikTok. We've we're gonna be trying to post more stuff over on there. And rip it. Turn the can a little bit. There you go. Rip it. When you, yeah, when you're not listening to us, just rip it. Energy fuel. <laughs> Energy fuel. Power. It's, uh, it's power. Sugar free. And it's the flavor. So, it's so good. <laughs> the flavor is power. That's right. Mmm. <laughs> Oh, it's so warm and it's all backwashed. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Rip it.